We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone, even our last minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. Mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you, too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up, and the process is automated, so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with Byheart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is Byheart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. Megan, remember this winter when I was all about enlightened ice cream bars and desserts like their single-serve cheesecakes? How could I forget when I was all about them, too? Well, as much as I still love those, I am declaring it the summer of Sundays, as in ice cream Sundays. This season, I am all about grabbing pints of delicious creamy ice cream so that I can make all kinds of dreamy ice creamy Sundays. I am so here for this, and there are so many enlightened pint flavors that are perfect for whipping up other ice cream desserts, from homemade ice cream cakes to shakes and floats. Mm, yes, all of the above. I have been digging into their light ice cream, which comes in classic flavors like vanilla bean and mint chip, as well as impossibly indulgent flavors that pack in loads of mix-ins and swirls, like brownies and cookie dough and caramel fudge pretzel. And you know, they offer a similar range of deliciousness in keto and dairy-free options, too. You know what I'm about to add, Phyllis. As much as I appreciate options that make it easy for anyone eating any diet to enjoy quality ice cream, I am just here for the taste. And when it comes to pints, scoopability. And Enlightened never, ever disappoints. I couldn't agree more. And they deliver their feel-good frozen desserts straight to your door. Doesn't get any better than that. The summer of Sundays is on. (laughs) 
Find out more about Enlightened and where to find them in your local grocery store by visiting eenlightened.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y. And don't forget to use the code D-I-J-F-Y 10 to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. We're all freaking done with cooking. We're done. We're so done. We're done. So I don't want to be doing anything like I'm happy to entertain because I want to see you. I'm not here to like put out an elaborate spread and impress you. Like I'm done. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, leave us a kind rating or review. Those ratings really help other busy parents and home cooks find us. Hey, guys, and also big news. If you haven't already joined our brand new community, now is the perfect time. And we're offering a limited time sale just this week. Go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com slash community and click to become a supporting member. Then you're going to have two options. You can pay monthly and use the code D-I-J-F-Y monthly for 30% off your first year, or you can become an annual member and you save 50 bucks that way off the bat. And additionally, use the code D-I-J-F-Y annual to get an additional 30% off that first year. Big news, big sale, big, amazing place. We can't wait to see you in our community. Boom, boom, boom. You don't want to miss it. There's so much fun stuff, including exclusive episodes, tips, so much stuff. I have to tell you, though, real quick, once you join once, you get lifetime access to our private Instagram account which I like to call my Finsta, which then makes my teenager laugh. Okay, so Finsta, I don't think kids do this anymore or they don't call it that anymore. (laughs) I'm like five years ago behind. Okay, But a Finsta was basically your secret Instagram account. So like you had your forward-facing one that's like you're trying to get as many followers as possible. It's the one that you know your parents are looking at. And then you had your other handle that no one knew about that was just like you for real, your close friends. I don't know, probably all the like bad, stupid things you were doing. (laughs) So I feel like that's our Finsta. It's like, we're not worried about getting followers. We're not worried about sponsors. We're not like, it's what is like, we're not worried about the grid looking beautiful. It's literally us in real time in our kitchens. And I have had so much fun posting to that account. I'm like, this is the way Instagram should be all the time. Why? Because it's a little bit ugly and a lot of it honest. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> ugly and it's quick. And it's re- like, I feel yeah. like we're connecting with people. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, I just made this dinner. It's great. I use this simmer sauce. Blech. Here it is. Like quick. I'm not worried about it looking pretty and trying to like gain followers. It's just like a community of people like sharing what's really happening in their life in that moment. So I think it's also fun. I've shared a couple like product reviews, maybe not all of them glowing, which is I think kind of fun because I don't get to do that <laughs> on my public account. One thing you might see on our both of our individual Instagrams this summer is summer entertaining. I've already had house guests in the new house. <gasps> nice. How'd it Brian's go? sister and his kids and her kids came up. It was good. I mean, they came for one night and we're still like very much in the unpacking thing of it. But it was like, <sighs> this is everything I love. 
so yeah. much about having family close by and like the world's opening up again. I know. I mean, that's that, so nice that those two things coincided for you, right? Because like seeing family and having people around like that you've known for years was such a big part of returning to the East-ish coast. Yeah, to the South. To the South. And then having family like within driving distance so that we can see them regularly again. But I am really excited to start doing dinner parties again. Yay! Are you excited? I feel like we both love feeding people. But I also know that like our not everyone in our listeners group are all of our listeners collectively feels the same way. Yeah. So I think it's going to be an interesting summer. I feel like people are in a really different place with their sense of what COVID protocols should be. I think honestly, we like should acknowledge that there's a lot of anxiety too, that like, Mm -hmm. you know, you might believe that it's safe to have people over if they're vaccinated or maybe tested. I don't know, you know, but that emotionally actually opening the door and having a bunch of people in your space without masks can just like we can have a visceral, emotional, anxious reaction. I mean, we've all just gone through a collective trauma. You know, not everybody's ready to take that on, especially if they didn't love entertaining in the first place and having right. people over made them anxious in the first place. So I personally am excited. I think it makes a difference that of my two kids, um, one is vaccinated, like a majority of my house is vaccinated. Three-fourths. Yeah, three-fourths. Yeah. That's not to say that, you know, the fact that Oliver isn't, isn't something that's on our minds. But I imagine if you have a bunch of younger kids who aren't vaccinated, that's a different factor to consider. But we're excited. New York right now has the craziest energy. I bet. People are ready and apparently (laughs) like we're on the cusp of 70 percent vaccination rate in the city that's amazing so it's you're like bring it bring it bring it on on. and it's it's a fun time of year because i feel like now everybody's around a lot of people in new york city disperse right so many people that i follow who are in new york like went to la or oh you're saying for summer i'm saying for the last year like people are actually coming back to New York, but you're saying people are still leaving for I think for there's their still, there are a lot summer. of people who leave for summer. A lot of kids going to sleepaway camp. You know, it just gets like really hot and intense in New York in the summertime. So like right now, there's still a lot of people like around and gathering. But even in the thick of summer, there's still plenty of people here and our parks are always like hopping with cookouts and you're already starting to see that. Like as soon as you walk into Prospect Park, you can smell the grills going and I'm here for it. But I do think that there are some, I think we're going to be entertaining differently. I don't know. Do you feel that way? Yeah, 100%. And I want to say something which is, You know, my kids are younger, so they're not eligible for vaccination Mm -hmm. yet. But I do feel a little bit more comfort in knowing that they're not at school and being exposed in that way every day. Like, we're mostly at home, kind of unpacking right now. So we're not, like, necessarily exposing friends and families to, like, school germs if they do come out to visit. I think that this is me, like, as a food editor making predictions that... We will continue to see people hang out outside as much as possible, which I think is why, like, 
it's going to be the summer of entertaining at home or like summer of dinner parties, summer of grilling, because everyone wants some social engagement, but maybe it's like not super comfortable about going out to restaurants, fully maskless and doing all of that already. So I think we'll just be, and at least for us personally too, this is true. Like we have a beautiful patio at our new house and I want to use it like I want to have people over and we can eat outside and make it feel safe and comfortable I'm so curious about this so I'm gonna it's gonna be fun to talk about this in our listeners group because I do think this is a moment in time where there's a lot of discrepancy New Yorkers tend to entertain outside anyway because we just don't have as much room in our homes and there's a lot of use of public space which is great so that's a pretty like natural thing but then also it does get crazy hot and so I'm wondering if in the south where you are I do like my sister lives in New Orleans and there's a point at which they're like at a pool or you're inside yes like there's no we will all be inside right so like at that point are you gonna be going inside and entertaining or do you not know is it like cross that bridge when you get to it Uh, yeah I think it's across that bridge like I said we had family come in come and stay with us so that was a like a stretch of our comfort zone but also we we know that that family's vaccinated etc their kids are older so I think it'll honestly be like a case by case week by week month by month basis but I do feel like you're saying that Everyone has that like itch and that yearning to like yeah. be out in the parks again and totally. feel like everything's opened up. So I think right now I'm like, yes, let's eat outside. And then in August, yeah. we may just like not see anyone. Okay. I have one more question and then we're going to dive okay. into the tips. Have you eaten inside a restaurant yet? Have I eaten inside of a re- Well, like on our road trip? Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely we're doing, like, we are bringing masks with us. The kids are wearing masks because they're not vaccinated. And when I've eaten inside of a restaurant, we always, like, communicate with the wait staff. Like, would you like us to keep our masks on while we order? And when you're at the table, we've run into several of the people be like, I'm already vaccinated. I feel comfortable our restaurant asks us to wear masks while we're totally. working. Yeah. In Tennessee, it's Target. People are in <gasps> Target unmasked. No way. Like full on. Yeah. There's no mask me- mandate. In oh, my gosh. Where I we are in. So I know. It, that's so interesting. I just can't imagine seeing everybody's faces like that. I mean, there is a mask mandate in New York, although I've heard that it's going to lift as soon as we reach that 70%. Yeah. But, you know, New Yorkers are hardcore. People still mask everywhere. I went to Wegmans supermarket and they had a sign that said, because it's a business, you know, it's a personal choice at this point. It said vaccinated customers can take off their masks. I just said we're all like at 67 percent, whatever. Literally every person in there had their mask on. I was like, people are not messing around. I don't know if it's because, like, we're also used to being close together. Like, even before a pandemic, we're like, you're gross. Like, stay away from me. Right. Like, <laughs> like I don't need you. Wait- New Yorkers were just waiting for an excuse <laughs> yes, to wear a mask to be all like- the time and, like, not have to smile or make interactions <laughs> hey, with people. Smile. But I'm just That's kidding. Not true. You know, I can say that, but- like, in jest. <laughs> I love New York. I also think that. I think I've said this before. I'll probably keep saying it. Like, I, one of the things I hope is that masks are normalized now. So if you have, like, the sniffles, but you still need to go out and about, you will just make wear a courtesy mask. Like, it will not be weird. Oh. It will be really normal. Hell, yeah. I feel like if someone sneezes <laughs> more than once, like a rando sneeze on the subway or the bus and doesn't have a mask, 
everyone's going to be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, totally agree. All right. Let's not okay. keep talking about like COVID. It's going to be present here because obviously it's present on all of our minds. But let's talk about summer entertaining in the context of where we are. Right. Yeah. I also would love to hear just really quickly, like pre-COVID, June, July, You your family travels a lot. Yes. What kind of summer entertaining would you be doing typically? So, you know, there's a lot of free concert series around New York City that's like the big thing. There's so many of them and free outdoor movie stuff, although we don't do the outdoor movie thing so much. But amazing live music in Central Park and in Prospect Park. So a lot of picnicking. And, you know, like kind of it's interesting this year to see because I don't know if big gatherings like that are really going to happen in the same way. And also, I wanted to ask you about potlucks, because normally when you picnic, it's like, I'll bring this, you bring that. Ah, Like, I'm wondering if people are going to feel like there needs to be more of a like consolidation of like who is dealing with the food, like whether at your house, is there just one person who's serving the food and kind of in charge so that like not everyone is going in and out and like. Touching yeah, the food. And that was that was like a best practice that was recommended maybe around the holidays last year. I think it was even came from CDC. We'll try to see if we can find it and include it in the show notes. Basically, this idea that if you were gonna be gathering it what you know, whether it was like a pod or people were starting to be vaccinated, that essentially the person who makes the food should be the person who serves the yeah. food onto individual plates for guests so that you are minimizing the exposure like if everyone's passing bowls around potentially then you're just like sharing all those germs (laughs) yes i do wonder i think again this is me like predicting and not really knowing that we will see like people get really creative with sort of like those individual cheese plate things or like we last summer friends had us over in their backyard masked it was like our one family friend i wouldn't say we were pot potting because we weren't really but she made like a table of snacky stuff for our family and a table of snacky stuff for her family so we were like snacking and taking our masks down in like zones so i wonder if we'll see some of that like i feel like i don't know what i'm seeing here is that when people are unmasking together they're like all in like yeah i mean that's (laughs) they're like if i'm gonna pull my mask down to eat i'm just gonna pull it down to see it. and in my experience i'm just gonna say this is you know speaking to my context and i realize that it may be very different for other people everybody's vaccinated like everybody now and i don't know anyone who's getting together maskless even outdoors with each other when everybody in the group isn't vaccinated So I don't know. That's just like where we are and our collective, my community's collective understanding for the most part seems to be that if I'm vaccinated and you're vaccinated, we're generally safe. Yes. So you're saying you do you think that will bring about more potlucks like picnicky potlucks? I do think that. But it's funny because I would not call myself a germaphobe, but I'm definitely like more cautious Like you see someone double dipping pre-COVID and you're like, "Mm, no thanks. Mm -hmm. Like I'm done with that dip no matter how delicious it is. Food is something different to me. (laughs) Like 
I'll be in a space with you next to you, maskless. You're vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. We've agreed to this. But like, I don't know that I need my food to come from like four different cooks and four different homes, because I think I might have been a little bit weirded out by that. Already (laughs) pre-COVID. And now you kind of like have license. Totally. Yes. Totally. I'm like, I'll take care of the food. Or I'll take care of the food for my family. You can take care of your food. Like, bring your own might be a better approach than potluck for me. But maybe COVID is just my excuse (laughs) to finally be able to say that. I think this is revealing something really interesting (laughs) about both of us, too. Because I think one of the reasons that I like to host is because I like having control not only over, like, the germs and exposures and stuff, but, like, also what we're eating. Totally. Yes. So that's really funny. I wonder if we'll just see the host, all the hostess come out and learn all of their weird germ. Yeah. Piggy eating preferences that are hidden by the fact that they're, they're entertaining. So you're doing mostly picnic entertaining. But I'm willing, like we have a couple of close families and they're welcome into my house yeah. Backyard. What about backyard yeah. grilling? Because totally. Mike got really into grilling in the last totally. year. But I, in other words, like, I don't feel committed to, like, I don't feel like I have to just be outside and grill for safety. Yeah. Like, I feel like the people who I'm willing to have over to my house, I'm willing to have in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do still do this weird thing, which now I'm getting a little off course, but I completely disinfect my bathroom before people come over. Oh, it's my, like, uh, the rest of the house can be chaos, but the bathroom, I love a yeah. quick bathroom clean. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like on the doorknob. Wipe down, sanitize Like, I everything. normally, yes. I used to do that, but I used to do it for, like, just, like, cleanliness and make sure that, I, you know, especially with two boys in the house. But now <laughs> I still have some leftover stuff from the pandemic yes. where light yeah. switches and doorknobs and then I keep the little, san- you know, the wipes there, the Clorox wipes. I there. don't know. I think that's kind of what, like nice. Like, let's keep that as a whole I agree with you. But now are we like crossing over into like admitting our weird germa? <laughs> Hello. Welcome to this episode of Didn't I Just Feed You? We're going to... Explore our psychoses around hosting and germs. So grilling, my birthday is in July. Yes. And I was willing to like have a small party. I don't think anyone's going to be around, which is the story of my life when you have a summer birthday. So I think we may push till the end of August when everyone's back. But like I, I, I was ready. But in terms of food stuff, I don't think much is changing from before COVID times. I mean, I would say Mm. I do love dips. And I will say that, like, dips are either off the table or, like, individually portioned. I still think family style goes. I had another family over recently, and I made from a cookbook the chicken shawarma. And we actually did it on the grill instead of in the oven, which was really good. Um, So I did the veggies on a sheet pan and just let them roast in the grill and then threw the chicken on the grill itself. And that was nice. Like that had tzatziki and some dips around, but that was like we were, it was a put your own plate together thing. Um, It wasn't like a dip with chips right there. I love the grill dad's idea about sous vide. If that's something you're interested in, you have the tools to do. And then doing that ahead of time and then just finishing on the grill. Because then you can do most of your cooking ahead of time. 
And then like people, oh, you're hungry? You're ready to eat? Cool. Take that piece of meat that's been cooking and just throw it on the grill, finish it off, and you're done. It's hardly any cooking when people over, which is really nice. Because here's the other aspect of summer entertaining. We're all freaking done with cooking. Like We're done. We're so done. We're done. So I don't want to be doing anything. Like, I'm happy to entertain because I want to see you. I'm not here to, like, put out an elaborate spread and impress you. Like, I'm done. I think a lot more in that vein, a lot more cooking supermarket shortcuts. I 100% co-sign that. I've been like waiting to say, I think it's the summer of shortcut entertaining. The frozen food section is your friend. Yes. And also I think if you like the deli or ordering takeout from your favorite restaurant or like basics from your favorite restaurant and then um, dressing them up a little bit, I do think we're going to see fewer dips and so more sauces <laughs> yeah because i think we're going to be craving like still a lot of flavor and sort of like that experience that very satisfying experience of like dragging your bread or your whatever your tortilla through something and so i think we'll see like people buying rotisserie chickens but then also either making a sauce or buying a sauce to make like a more more of a meal out of components yes totally. this summer yeah Before we dig into more, let's take a quick minute to hear from our sponsors. Stacy, it's time for us to fess up and admit that we're both kind of obsessed with our hair. (laughs) Megan, you're spilling our secrets. But it's true and kind of with good reason. I'm the daughter of a hairdresser and you, well, I mean, you have gorgeous hair. I'm obsessed with your hair too. (laughs) Even though I'm low maintenance, I really do take hair health seriously. And I'm always excited to find products that help. So I'm pretty stoked about our latest sponsor, Nutrafol, a 100% drug-free dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. I am also thrilled to be trying Nutrafol, especially since my PCOS can cause excessive hair loss, especially during hormonal shifts like postpartum and premenopause. Postpartum is actually when I first became serious about hair health. Did you know that more than 50% of women experience excessive shedding naturally within three to four months of giving birth? I did, and I totally experienced that too. Nutrafol Postpartum has ingredients that can help bring your body back into balance. It's breastfeeding friendly and OBGYN developed using clinically tested natural ingredients that help support whole body recovery and fill nutrition gaps that help manage shedding and grow stronger, thicker hair. And an added bonus, you may also notice improvements to your overall well-being, including more restful sleep, less stress, and better skin and nails. Who doesn't want all of that? I wish that I'd had Nutrafol when I was postpartum, but I'm thankful to try Nutrafol Woman. Here, here. Wherever you are in your motherhood journey, there's a Nutrafol for you. Join us, support the show, and grow stronger, healthier hair by going to Nutrafol.com and using the promo code D-I-J-F-Y to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Megan, it's no secret that I'm a maximalist who loves luxe clothing and home goods. 
Mm-hmm. It's also no secret that I'm a minimalist who also loves investing in a handful of small luxe things that will last and service for a long time, especially for my home. And we both love a good deal, which is why we've both become obsessed with Quince, a one-stop shop for curated luxury goods shipped direct from the world's best specialty factories. Quince partners with factories that produce well-known luxury brands and that demonstrate a commitment to high production standards, fair wages, safety, and sustainability. They also focus on essential products with low design costs. Think cashmere cruise, super soft fleece pants, and the down comforters and hotel quality sheets that I'm stocking up on for the new house. Yay, new house! I'm so into those cashmere crews, though, because back to some clothing. <laughs> and they are only $50. I've also stocked up on even more affordable and chic linen shorts, silk camis, and washable silk PJs for the summer. And all of it ships direct from factories straight to us. No middle person and no upcharge. Altogether, that's how Quince is able to keep prices up to 50 to 80% lower than other brands. Real Simple, InStyle, Fast Company, Refinery29, and Fortune all agree with us. Quince is a game changer. And if you give them a try and disagree, Quince will give you a full refund. So treat yourself today. Get free shipping and 365-day free returns at onequince.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y. That's O-N-E-Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash, and this is all lowercase, D-I-J-F-Y. Short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Can we talk about drinks? We'll return to food, but I do have a few thoughts on drinks. Okay. Us right? Because we're going to be drinking yeah. this summer if you drink already. Oh, I don't know. I keep telling Brian I think this is the a low ABV oh, summer for me. Interesting. One, like the real thing is, the real, the truth is, I don't, I think it's like stress induced, but I've had the worst indigestion for like three months. Oh my gosh, that's on. a long time. Yeah, Megan. so long. And not drinking, like not drinking wine, not drinking beer is like the number one thing. It, it cuts it out. <gasps> oh immediately. yeah, then cut it out. I'm not a person who needs drinking. No, so. to be like social, me either. So there's that that part of it. And then I keep saying, oh, I just like really want to be present with the kids and like not and have good sleep and stuff. And so that's also a benefit of not drinking. But I've gotten like a couple press packages from companies who make like low mm-hmm. ABV or no out al- like non-alcoholic spirits and cocktail canned cocktails and stuff. So I think that'll just also be kind of fun to Yeah. So I don't think this has to be alcoholic because this right. th- these tips apply even for like right. cocktails. And or like you're saying, drinks. it's so hot, so you can't and and like doing a drink and not just offering water or tea or whatever makes it feel more celebratory. Yeah, I definitely feel like make batch drinks or individual cans. I know it's a little bit more wasteful and it can be a little bit more expensive, frankly, the individual cans. But whether yeah. it's alcoholic or not, I think something that someone can just grab and then that's their can. They've touched it and no one else or batch drinks so that people can just like, you know, ladle out they get or their whatever. Glass, they get their they glass, pour. they pour ladle. Because I think, and also this makes for less mess and easier cleanup, not having like all the bottles out there, like all yes. the like mixers and having like a bunch of people touching everything everywhere. Basically, Stacey doesn't want to sanitize her liquor yeah. her bar. Dude, I don't need everybody everyone. touching everything. Like, 
No, thank you. And I do think that these like hard seltzers, these canned wines, they are lower ABV, which is nice too. Yeah. They're like better for afternoons if you're an afternoon drinker, which I'm totally not capable anymore of afternoon drinking at it's all. It's my favorite. I know you've said that before. <laughs> I can't do it. It's fine. Like, I totally understand why, but I would much rather drink a cocktail in the afternoon and like eat and drink water and go to bed like without feeling like I have a little buzz going on. I just don't sleep well. Yeah. I think is what it comes down to. Yeah. I just yeah. then, as soon as, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, you're like done. I'm like, you need a siesta post afternoon <laughs> happy hour siesta. Uh, okay, so drinks, big yeah. batching, canned. Yes. I love that, and I agree with that. I want to get back to food yes, because of you were like, I don't think anything has changed with COVID as far as food that we eat. But I feel like in the last eighteen months, the the idea of being like vegetarian at home or being a weeknight vegetarian has really come to the forefront like Epicurious that they're like we're no longer publishing beef recipes you know Jenny Rosenstrach has her weeknight vegetarian kitchen just did a whole like eat more plants thing so I'm curious do you think that you will change what you serve like do you think you'll do more plant-based meals because everyone's kind of eating that way and it's less expensive interesting have you always just chosen quality meat and you serve that to guests it's funny that that's a thing in food media that's not a pattern i'm seeing in in real life in real life I mean, I just went to a cookout in someone's backyard and it was literally like brisket ribs, mac and cheese, like... Uh, Where was my invite? Rude. (laughs) Um, I'm not, you know, my kids, everyone knows I talk about Isaac wanting meat in every meal, like in every episode. Like, that's not playing out so much in my world. I still am getting, you know, kids in my world are still wanting hamburgers and hot dogs. (laughs) Like, you know... Okay, but how great are hamburgers and hot dogs? I mean, listen, like when what we're, if it's just the summer of hamburgers and hot dogs? Like that's what I, pre-made the pre-made listen, patties or even frozen patties, and then you just dressing them up. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate you know a move towards. I always have vegetables out, so I feel like for me it's really staying the course. So I'm curious. Then, it, do you feel like it's shifting for you? Well, we just decided internally that we're going to try to just eat meatless at home. Yeah. And then, like, eat out. I know I think I've talked about this before in a previous episode. So, I, there is part of me that's like, that would be nice to, like, introduce my extended family and friends to um, more varieties of meals that are not just, like, based around hamburgers and hot dogs. But, like... I think it's certain guests. I think it's like you're saying there are certain friends who I would do that with and probably like Brian's parents. I would not be like hamburgers and hot dogs because that's what they would expect. I feel like it's a summer of joy and reconnection and comfort still. Like I still feel like we're a little bit in PTSD mode and Hmm. like I don't know. Like I don't want to think about like dieting. I don't want to think about calories. I don't want to think about like yeah. I want to just your veggie minimum. I wonder if it's very much like comfort. Comfort. That's what I'm saying. That's where I think I'm headed. Like that's what it is. It's like it's still a smaller group of people. 
but it's like my people. It's the people who like I miss most when we couldn't get together. And it's the foods we want to eat. People you don't feel like you need to impress. Like they already know and love you. And so you could serve anything. It could be pizza delivery and it would be great. Actually, and that's funny that you said that because we did have another like small gathering, same family who did the cookout like two weeks prior. It's a friend of mine who's kid it just graduated from college oldest child just graduated from college so he's been like the cookout was for his graduation and then he had been home a couple of weeks prior and we wanted to see him because he doesn't live in new york city anymore and it was just like let's order a bunch of pizzas and actually one thing that she did and you know i guess this only really applies to people with smaller backyards or maybe city living because you probably have a backyard space that is like perpetually set up But we have like a smaller space that we clear out and she just had folding tables like in the corner. And it's like as soon as more people come over, like clear it out, put at the folding tables, throw on some like cheap tablecloths. And like we just threw pizzas on there. And that was so nice because I think we're just hungry to get together. Lower expectations. You know? Yes. I think that's it. That's the whole episode. doesn't matter what you serve. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you serve. entertaining. Let's do a rapid fire. Like, what are things... If the theme is ease, comfort... There's some, some intimacy there, right? Like, you're pe- people that you feel really comfortable with, so there's no... It's no judgment. What are the things you're serving? Like, top five. Oh, God. Okay, so... Like legit. Or strategy. It could be strategies where it's like, I'm doing this yeah. so I don't have to cook. Yeah. Okay. So the, the sous vide thing, but I know that doesn't apply to everybody. Like, I'm so down for that. Like, for different kinds yes. of beef. Make ahead. Yeah. Just like make yeah. most of it ahead. Hamburgers and hot dogs. The chicken shawarma I'm going to do again. That worked really, really well on the grill. And it's just nice that you can, like, do everything at the last minute and just cut it up. And then there's lots of little, like, ancillary things. I had, like, a chopped Mediterranean salad. You can do, like, a rice and lentil pilaf goes nicely with it. And then, you know, I don't know. You know I love a good rotisserie chicken. Like, I think, like, (laughs) pulling it apart and tossing it in a big pot with barbecue sauce so it's really back to basics also like i recently made a classic coleslaw like southern style just like mayo vinegar sugar and i was like oh so good like a lot of like um celery seed and like that's it but like potato salads coleslaw i don't know i guess i'm really like getting back to basics you know, ribs are something that I tend to like, but feels like a little work intensive, even though I know it doesn't have to be. Maybe time intensive is more accurate. And I'm like, nope, like I don't have time for that. But that's a great candidate for sous vide. It is. And then putting on the grill. It is. Yeah. And way less fussy that way. So I guess like ribs, maybe. I don't know. That's it. That's what I got. What about you, Megan? Okay. I'm, I think we're, like, in the same line. I love the idea of doing, like, either burgers and hot dogs or getting, like, sausages and doing grilled sausages yes. with, like, all, grilled peppers and onions and all of that kraut. stuff. Kraut. I think. Store-bought. Kraut. kraut on the yeah. Mm. Or have you tried our friend's Grillo's? They're, like, pickled salsa. First of all. Pickle salsa. I can't it's so wear good on a hot dog. You know I don't even love a hot dog. 
And I would eat a hot dog to eat okay, that Okay, we're going to be talking about them more soon, but I'm obsessed. I know. It's, it's called Pickle de Gallo. Oh, yes. Thank you. And my like, whole I know I have the name family wrong. is crazy into it. Yes. So good. They're, all of their pickles are really good. So basically, I'm trying to come up with reasons to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> because we're back in the South, like ordering barbecue and doing like getting ribs or like a bunch of pork or brisket and then maybe making some sides will definitely be a strategy I'm using, especially with Brian's family coming up. I'd love to get into grilled pizza. I feel like that was oh, yeah. is like a thing that like other people and I th- think I've had I, one, summers I see where it, it as a, a trend. Yeah. Yes, because everyone's got like their unis. I'm not going to invest in an outdoor pizza grill, I say, but I can get a wild hair. But I want grilled pizza. And I think that's something you could do with like store-bought pizza dough and just like make, let everyone top their own pizza and then just cook them off. That seems like a little bit more effort, but I'm definitely into it. You know, you were saying with shawarma, you would do like rice and lentils or a big salad. I think a big salad, it can be a dinner party centerpiece. I, I always love to have a salad when I'm entertaining. People always seem like very complimentary about it. They're like, oh, this is so good. Like I wouldn't, I never, I always forget to make a salad. And it's one of those like really nice things to throw together, especially if you're just going to do like grilled chicken or something. And I love a chopped salad. You know, I have forever been in love with the one from Grace Elkis from Kitchen, which is like this chopped Italian salad. And that's vegetarian. And I think that'd be really nice for like a spontaneous weeknight where friends come over and you have drinks and eat like a big salad and do that on the porch. I love it. One last thought. The slow cooker. I don't think we talk enough about how great the slow cooker is or the instant pot in summer. And like you're saying, buying rotisserie chicken. I would just buy like a bunch of chicken breasts and throw them in there with a bottle of barbecue sauce. And that is such a great like kid-friendly barbecue chicken bagged coleslaw or like store-bought coleslaw on buns. Okay. I don't want you to go too deep into that because announcing this right on the episode live, (laughs) I really was thinking as we were brainstorming summer episodes, I felt like we were missing an episode about how to use your slow cooker and instant pot in the summer. So I think we need to revisit our calendar. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes, I think that's a good one. Okay. I want to just say one other thing. And I know that this is, you know, for people who are able to fit this into their budget right now and not everybody can. But if you are able, restaurants are definitely in some places seeing a major uptick. (laughs) Very happy for that. But a lot of restaurants and food providers are still doing picnic boxes and Mm -hmm. still like they've built up an interesting and different kind of robust takeout service. So also, if you have the budget and you're short on time, like check out your favorite local restaurant and it's a great way to support them. Have them, you know, it's different than catering. It's a little more casual. These picnic boxes are like, they call it family style. Like there's a taco truck by me that just will sell you like multiple pint containers of their chicken. And then I don't have to do anything. I don't even have to pull it off the bone from the rotisserie bird. Like I just get it and I dump it into a bowl and it's a great way to support a locally owned business. I love that so much. All right. Summer Summer entertaining. Let's do it. 
We would really love to hear from you. And so we would really love for you to join us love, love, in love. our community, which you can find by visiting didn't I just feed you.com backslash community. We offer a free listeners group, but there's also a supporting membership that comes with hella perks, including two exclusive mini episodes every month, live events, lifetime access to our private Instagram feed, our Finsta apparently, <laughs> and more. <laughs> Plus, don't forget about this week's flash sale. Use the code DIJFY monthly for 30% off your monthly subscription for the first year or join as an annual member to save $50 and get that additional 30% off with the code DIJFY annual. And Megan mentioned our Finsta, but also we have a regular Instagram where we really <laughs> present ourselves to the world. You can find us there as at Didn't I Just Feed You. You can also subscribe to our newsletter from there or you can just go to our site. Our new site. I love our new site. And it is... It's beautiful. If you haven't been yet, please go. Please go. And it really is the hub for everything. So if you're like, wait, what? Community? Insta- what? Like if you just go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com, you will be able to find everything. Yes. Links to things we've talked about. You're going to want to go there. Don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jem Mendo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Getzik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.